Hello and welcome to the Sean Haggerty Show. My guest this week is fellow comedian, fellow Lurgan man, absolute wanker. He says I can say what I want, so I'm, I'm going to slag him. Um, no, he's, he's a fucking great lad. Uh, please welcome Pete Giffen from Are We Podcast. Are We Podcast. I love yeah. how that list, the most damning thing there, was that I'm from Lurgan. I know, I know. <laughs> people would rather people... be called a wanker. <laughs> people always say to me as well, they're all, do you want me to mention that you're from Lurgan? And I'm all... No, you're all right. You're Just like, no, because that's four of my punchlines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't be saying Half my set rained. How are you keeping? I'm doing very well. Yeah. Merry Thanks Christmas. You're welcome. We are. We're getting a bit sort of festive here. I'm looking at your, your decorations. Yeah. No it's, expense bird. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very basic, I'll be honest with you, like, as you can probably tell. But, I mean, I just wanted to put a wee, wee Christmassy kind of edge on it without overdoing it. Just a wee flutter of frosting. Yeah. I have to say, I'm only getting much. now the pun there for the fairy do you like it yeah bit of a slow burner i do like that do you know what i had to do i had to literally pour the whole thing in that big giant pink glass <laughs> and just sat it under our cupboard and then i had to say to the owner a couple of days later it was all oh if you're looking for the furry it's literally just a fucking yeah. glass of green stuff come home block oh there's a big pint of lime, lime made. <laughs> get it knocked in there get it in there there's a fat frog i done that the other week not didn't drink furry liquid but i had friends over to my house and you know, like, say if you buy like a 10 glass or like a liter bottle of vodka, you maybe don't want to bring a full bottle. Mm-hmm. Someone would put vodka into a water bottle, brought it to my house, you know, like pour out measurements. I cleaned up the next day and it's always a bottle of water put in the fridge. No Later way. on that night, take a drink <laughs> out of it. Just fucking drinking raw Smirnoff. I like, do you know my auntie used to do that, Joe? The, the, when the main man? <laughs> no, when the main man used to come yeah. around. Yeah, for... Uh, That's main lemonade. Sodas or whatever it was man. called. Yeah, the main man. And um, she used to fill her bottles with bleach when mm-hmm. she was finished with them. She used to send some of them back because you send the empties back and you save a bit of money or something. But then a few times she like put bleach in them. And she put bleach one time, right? Now it's about fucking seven or eight into, a, a, what do you call it? Like a soda cream or cre- uh-huh. cream soda? Yeah. And the cream soda bottle, which right. is fucking see-through. Yeah. Instead of putting it into raspberry aid and you go, oh, that's fuck. not raspberry aid. She yeah. put it into cream soda and I poured a glass of it and I took a sip. And just as I took a sip, I was like, this is disgusting. I spat it out. And it says to my mum and dad, and they came down and smelled it. And they were like, it's fucking bleach. They were that like, explains a lot. It does, I know, I know. Especially the big fucking hole I have here. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's... That's Lurgan growing up. That's mom, the 80s mom, mom for you. fill glass bottles full of flammable liquid. I know. And keep them about the house. Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable. With kids coming and going all the time. Did you have a main man? Did you get lemonade delivered? We didn't, but our granny did. Granny. We used to visit our granny all the time and stuff, and you would see the main man coming and going. And then there was the, the electricity man, and there's like all these fucking weird people that you just don't see anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> now, come to think of it, the penny's starting to drop now, and I'm wondering, yeah. like, did my granny do something else? Yeah. But fingers crossed, it was all above board. Yeah. She was um, a very religious woman, so I, I would imagine she wouldn't be up to that kind of carry on. Priest man coming in, the bishop man coming in. <laughs> we got there, uh, we had a milkman, but our milkman delivered us sookies. Yeah, that's I remember right. that being a big thing. I think it was the first yeah. time I had a suki was delivered by the milkman. It's mad, isn't it? I know. All this shit that just doesn't happen anymore. We're treading on like Peter Cave material I here. I know, I know. Remember Milkman? Yeah. <laughs> I read a few reviews of his show recently. Some, some people were giving him three stars. No, he's, I've he, seen some photos, some videos. He looks weird. Yeah. I don't think he's been well. He's trimmed down a lot. Yeah, but like not in a good way. Some of the photos mm. I've seen, I thought, sort of looked like he was almost like he was sick. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's why he cancelled his tour. I yeah. heard a lot of rumours when he did cancel him yeah. that he was sleeping with some wee lad and all in oh, his fuck, thing really? and all this just 
bollocks. Like yeah. I think it's just people making stuff up. Yeah. But um, I heard he's going around your granny's house. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. How far we in this? But seven minutes in, we're getting callbacks. That's class. Yeah. I seen it, some clips of and like it was him like doing like musical numbers. Yeah. Where he's like playing like the speed as if it's like a guitar and someone commented. He hangs like, over the, yeah. the arena and stuff too. Someone commented like, does he do any material? Or is it just yeah. <laughs> like singing songs? Same old, same old. Yeah. But Peter Kay is the kind of guy you could listen to him just fucking reading the phone book yeah. and it'd be funny. Do you I know love mean? Peter Kay. He's, he's, he's brilliant. And did you try and get tickets? Yeah. How yeah. many? What were you in the queue? I think, well, <laughs> I did that thing where I like assigned family members to do it for me did you like dictated I think my sister the closest she got was like 3,000 fuck that is that's close fair play pretty, pretty close like I don't know anyone who managed to get tickets but I was number I think it was 87,000 in the 87? in the QI yeah Jeez. there was people in there in the hundred thousands yeah. I didn't think that my sister got the closest Scary. she got was 3,000 like. I would fucking close by your road down and just fill by your road with people yeah I go see no, all no these quality. people in the in the queue. <laughs> yeah, just let's just give him a big fucking megaphone. He could stand up by McDonald's. I'd say do it. Shout down, butcher. That's what I'd do. Do you know what I've been listening to recently, the past couple of days? Um, Christmas. Do you remember his Christmas song? Did you ever see that? Yeah, the the woman. What yeah, do you call her? Geraldine McQueen. Geraldine. Yeah, she's like <laughs> she's like a woman from Northern Ireland. Yeah, it's just a Christmas song. It's so <laughs> bad, but so good. Do you like it? Oh, I love it. Do you? No, I, I love a Christmas song. I'm not a fan necessarily of that one. I think it's because I know it's a character. Yeah, it's almost like the Avid Marion one too, with the Bo Selected. You remember that oh, one? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Proper Crimbo. Proper Crimbo. Selected. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Wasn't a fan of that one either, but I fucking love Christmas songs. Like I from see the day and hour we get our Christmas tree up. Yeah. It's Christmas tunes right up to Boxing Day. When did you put up? Uh, the last weekend in November. You see, I old I I like just moved into my house like the past year or two. Um, so I was very much like, see when I get my own house, it's December, don't go mm. up before, and then I had a gig on the 1st of December, I was like, last week in November is <laughs> not too bad, like, is it? Aye, that's it, that's that's when you can start, I, what I do is I hold back as well, because uh-huh. like, I know that our neighbours across the road, once they took their Halloween decorations down, they just put their tree and stuff up, Right. and I was like, that now that's too early, that's far too early for me, yeah. so I was almost like, Stopping myself from looking in their house because I don't want to feel it too early because it'll Yo, come and go we'll before I know it. Anyway, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the binoculars. But I uh, just trying uh, to see if you've got your tray up. <laughs> this is the bathroom. Mate. Just checking here. Just oh, just me a wee, wee, wee minute. But um, th- yeah, that was me pretending to jerk it for anyone just listening to the audio here. The audio I thought I had a wee seizure there. Just. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I get to the point where I just I have to hold back, and I'm like, oh, no Christmas songs yet. Don't do anything, you know. Yeah. Don't start eating mince pies yet. Hold off, because yeah. what I do as well is the whole of December, anytime Liverpool play, I have uh-huh. a wee coffee and a mince pie, yeah. watching the match. Football, uh, Christmas football's good, isn't it? Yeah, see Boxing Day and fucking every team's playing, and then two days later they're yeah. all playing again, and so it's class. There's matches every get the day. Yellow ball out. Because it might be snowing. Yeah. You're like, it's class, isn't it? In, yeah. It's like a FIFA game. <laughs> it really when is. I play FIFA, like, which is very rarely, so it's the winter. Winter night, yellow football. Mm. Just feels class. It's brilliant. But um, you were saying there about like your neighbours, when as soon as they take the Halloween decorations down, don't get that. Mm. I think it's different if you have kids. Like, but I don't get that. See people do Halloween and Straight Easter. In. Do you ever see people doing Easter decorations? No, but I'm sure it, it doesn't surprise me because it's the only fucking holiday left where people yeah. don't put decorations up 
Like what's the it's next step? Like. Pancakes used to decorations. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just scraping Fuck. them all. I'm not a fan of yeah. it. Like. Just all hard pancakes from the year before, just scattered. <laughs> the smearing the towel on the windows. <laughs> it was brilliant. I uh I I I don't like Halloween decorations. I'm a, I'm yeah. a fan of all the holidays. Right. But there's something about Halloween decorations where people have started putting them up now three weeks yeah. before Halloween night. I don't mind Halloween week, but see, putting them up two to three weeks before, uh-huh. uh, just, uh, why why are we making this another Christmas? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the house opposite me, they had like, like a big spider's web coming from their wall, like down into their garden, almost like a tent and it spread out like a web. Had like a big fake spider in it, and then like witch's legs sticking out of the ground as if like the witch had been buried. It looked class, but at the same mm. time, you're like, it's full on. I know, I know, I know. Bored, like? That's what it's literally coming down to now, isn't it? Just who could be actually bothered to do all this shit? <laughs> the best crack is they took some of it away, but they clearly come aboard putting like the spider's web back. So they just took the spider off and just put like fairy lights around it. So it's like, oh, that's Christmas now. And you're like, that's a fucking spider's web. <laughs> Six months time, we pancakes on. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> Nash Wednesday just fuck loads of fire ashes over it <laughs> just for one day uh, so you have your tree up yeah are you a Christmas man are you that's the thing since like I wasn't when I was living with my mum and dad I was like oh you know it's, it's not really that big of a deal when you get your own wee house you get your own decorations I'm yeah. very much into it now, put your like, own wee touch on it yeah, yeah. I, I do like it it just sort of because I live alone as well I think like having the decorations up it just sort of makes the house Mm. I enjoy it like makes you feel like it's more than just you lives there yeah I see. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded sinister <laughs> you outside my window <laughs> just with the lich- witch's legs me fucking pounding away Sean come in I'll give you a mince pie and a coffee you don't have to do this um, I've seen you were seeing Santa yeah I've seen him a couple of times now I've yeah. seen him twice or three times already uh, yeah we we were literally over in Rushmere I think it was the day that the set the grotto and stuff out right okay and we were walking past and my daughter spotted him we were like oh look at santa and she was buzzing and then we said like is there any chance of us going (laughs) yeah i said is there any chance of us coming in and seeing him and it says like you have to go on the website and book something almost like a a eventbrite kind of thing right so that's what we did and we had to book our slot it was literally 10 minutes later and then uh you just go in and you see him but it was weird because the one we went to at the weekend the one i posted on instagram there yeah, that you're talking about, talking about yeah. that was in um glen park estate uh-huh. and it was fucking brilliant it was the best one we've Reason ever been to because i just read the tagline i was expecting like oh like chris is with the family i've never <laughs> seen such a glowing review you're like this is the fucking best Santa experience ever I was but like, all right there's things like that though where i i want to promote them because yeah. like i'm obviously not getting paid to promote them but things like that when they put so much effort in and you have such a good time yeah y- you want to sort of give them a wee nudge and go yeah. here if you're going to go and see something or go to something go to this because we have been to some shite like the one we went to in antrim wasn't great uh it was like a lights thing and a walk yeah and we were literally queued up right we you go on this we walk you enter this wee trail and it's literally just a path with like loads of lights and stuff around it uh-huh. and um there was a queue for about 20 minutes but we couldn't see the end of the queue so we didn't know what was up there we didn't know if people were stopping to watch some kind of performance uh-huh. or there was some kind of light exhibition or something was going on but all it was was people had stopped under this wee kind of bridge area to just take photos 
Is this is there when you're like queuing up to start this thing? Is there like a wee coffee place, like a burger place? Yeah, and then I a big wheel, the big wheel as well. Oh, I can't remember a wheel. I don't know if it's the same place. When we there last year? No, probably the one before COVID. Well, then they they might have just added the wheel to it, yeah. just to it's make just it like better. A walk around the woods. It's not even the woods. It's just a walk no, with it's loads just, of lights up. Then. I'm not oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Because there is so many people where like are so many wee events where it's just like. Going out of there, quid. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're just cleaning up money ways and just not giving you much back for your money. Yeah. Whereas this place had everything. We go into these Joe almost like the Ulster American Folk Park. Isn't yeah. that Noma, isn't it? Ah, it's on the way there. I remember yeah. like, you drive past it going yeah. to gigs and stuff like Yeah, if you're going to Derry, you drive past yeah. it all the time, don't you? Yeah. Or Straban or whatever. Yeah. Well, um it it's like that on either side. And a wee tractor brings you down with like a wee sort of train carriage thing on the back of the tractor. Right. So they drive you down. It's like a wee five or ten minute journey. You sing jingle bells and everything. And then they stop. And there's two houses on either side. But they're like really old, like 18th century houses. Uh-huh. So you, you have a choice of going into one. You go into one and you make like a wee snowman. And they help you colour in and stuff. And there's wee lads and wee girls there who are dressed as elves. Right. Um, sorry to spoil it for anyone who's going. They're, they're not real elves. Right, <laughs> they're yeah. just children. And there's big fires lit in all of them, and they they give you marshmallows, and you can heat your marshmallow up at the fire and stuff. Uh-huh. So there's different rooms where you can do different things, and then you go across the way, and a woman reads you a wee Christmas story, and you get to write your letter to Santa and stuff. We didn't yeah. even bring the child; it was just me and the owner, right. fucking <laughs> <laughs> buzzing, just getting an opportunity to write a letter to Santa. You're on your letter to Santa, it's just a step ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a witch, please, with upside down legs. Yeah. I'd be happy. But we had, a, we had a great time. Our daughter loved it. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to promote these guys. What is it? That, like you've, you've kids all different ages. What are the, what, what's on Santa list nowadays? All electronic stuff. Yeah. I have three boys, 13 and older. And everything is just a tablet or a gaming PC or just shite like a headphones it's a and things. It's a bit to say, but it sort of ruins the magic, doesn't it? If it's mm-hmm. all just like... I know. I remember Christmas Eve night because that's when we would do all our rapping. Me and Diona just have rap battles. Just constantly. <laughs> you were going to say it. I was going to <laughs> I was waiting on you. <laughs> I thought I'd get in there first. But we would sit and do all our wee rapping. So we'd have like, maybe Diona would have a Bailey's and I'd have a wee cider and stuff and we'd light the fire and we'd just throw all the wrapping paper out and all the presents and we'd sit and wrap them and watch maybe Gavin and Stacey Christmas special Plus, or yeah. the Royal Family Christmas yeah. specials. They're Fuck some of the best, best Christmas specials. Aren't they? I love, love it. Like I, I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm gonna Google British sitcom um, Christmas specials, mm. and instead Just of watching, I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. Mm. I'm gonna watch all comedy Christmas specials, like Porridge, class, Only like, Fools and Horses, stuff yeah. like that. There, and there, there's loads of them. There, yeah, there's, there's fucking ones forget about like, Yeah, Faulty Towers is there a Christmas one of those? I don't think so. Is there not? No, because they only did like two series or yeah, something. Didn't only they? twelve episodes of Faulty Towers. Mm. But I, Gavin and Stacey ones, I think are up there with. With some of the best. The, I haven't seen the most recent one. Oh, it's good, yeah. Smithy's like girlfriend or something. Her girlfriend, his girlfriend's really posh, and um, she comes to visit and he puts on like a posh voice and stuff, you know, for yeah, her okay. being there. So um, it's it's it, it's definitely worth hard watching. watching. James Corden back now, now that he's such a wanker. So I hear, I know, I know. It's I try not to listen too much to what people are saying uh-huh. on social media because there's a mass amount of shit being spurred all the time. Yeah. So I just don't know, I don't know what to believe, I don't know what not to believe, so I'll maybe wait to see if I ever meet him one day and then go, <laughs> I love how you're, you're like, a ball Peter back to me. Wee fans, but no, honestly, no James Corden slander, right? That's not <laughs> I've heard a lot of dark shit about James Corden. Yeah. 
Especially well, with the dark shit all I've heard is like you know like the stuff about like the writing people on his on a show. Yeah. Doesn't play them right. But did you hear? Uh, did you see the of him doing Ricky Gervais's material? That's definitely not him. That's a writer who's yeah. fucked up, like. Yeah. Or a writer who's went suck my dick. Yeah. You've been a dickhead <laughs> to me. Exactly. I'm gonna do this. Write this word for word. Yeah. Show you the actions to do, and then I'm just going to head on and just watch on TV tonight with a yeah. big carrier, just yeah. laughing in your face. Uh, when you were sort of talking about you know, like shit Santa experiences, I actually was thinking in my head, you know, the NASA from Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just giving out like... <laughs> One quality street or something, wasn't <laughs> it? A celebration. A celebration. She gives uh, Uncle Brent the bounty and she's like, I'll get you another one. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be worried. <laughs> and then Gavin had to, made him key up and then he came in and he sat in her knee and all and uh, she gave him a gift and he was all, actually, no, so you didn't pay the pound. <laughs> he had to give it back. Oh, it's brilliant. It's class. Very quotable. It's so good, isn't it? I love it. Like, yeah. I know. Uh, we have our wee Christmas show starting tonight. Right. Uh, oh, Our um, wee Christmas show in the Grand Opera House studio. Malone. Home Malone. Home Malone, yes. Yeah, so I have to go down to Belfast later this afternoon and it's almost, it almost feels like a wee premiere or something, you yeah. know, it's, it feels like Christmas Eve almost to me. Where, first um, tonight? First one's tonight, yeah. yeah. My auntie and uncle were talking about it. Were they? they? Yeah, they were, they were looking at getting tickets, I'm not sure. There's hardly a ticket left. Yeah. It's fucking so hard to get, they're mostly single tickets. I think Christmas Eve and, no sorry, Boxing Day and New Year's Eve, uh-huh. we had maybe 15 to 20 seats left in each, we had an opportunity to sit beside family and friends okay. but if you're looking to go to any of the other dates you're sitting on your own yeah you just must split up and see each other after yeah but um i don't know if you've ever done anything like that before or written any kind of script but see mm. on the first night when you're just sitting in the audience just going yeah please be fucking funny it's like please. we were talking about off camera like when you're doing a podcast and there's no audience so you don't get that reaction mm. it's even more so when you're sitting in the house writing a script yeah you're not it. hearing anyone's laugh until and it's just weeks of me and Diona just sitting in our fucking dressing gowns just drinking tea and coffee and just kind of firing ideas back and forth yeah. and it's weird to kind of see just everything that happens from doing that to getting the show in the actual Grand Opera House yeah. and casting it and hiring a director and hiring a technician and hiring all these people you didn't know you needed yeah and just like this is our first um what would you call it like a not a commission but our first production together yeah and especially with our first production company Uh we've written scripts before we have a script in the waterfront that's out this christmas too aladdin the adult play right we had one last year that got cancelled halfway through because of covid and then we did one a couple years before that as well so we have done it a few times but this is our first production together uh sorry where we've actually produced it ourselves so it's all our own money has gone into it and it's fucking expensive so so stressful how long ago would you have written some of them scripts for for this this uh, one we wrote during covid yeah and it was meant to go out the year covid hit which was what 2019 yeah but we've obviously updated the scripts and done loads of rewrites since then. Yeah. So it is very modern and up to date and a lot of local, or sorry, modern references. But having to go back through all that was painful. We were like, right, we have our script. People, the, the guys who read it loved it. And that's why we got commissioned to sort yeah. of make it. But now we have to sit down and go scene by scene here and go, what are we cutting out? What are we yeah. taking? What are we putting in? What's going to be relevant come Christmas? Because we probably did rewrite six months ago yeah so there's a lot of kind of those ones where like if you write something so long ago and like you said you didn't have the reaction of an audience there you can overthink it the more you yeah. read something the Massively. less funny it becomes i'm yeah. a firm believer and if it was funny in your head when you first thought it it's going to have to go with it yeah like a lot of people go, oh what about this bit of material or this material it's like if you thought it mm. and you thought it was funny in that first 
you have to sort of go with it because you can over you can talk yourself out of oh massively yeah I do it all the time even on stage too I write a joke and or saying if I'm doing like new material I'm like right I'm gonna start with this one do that one that one that one that one and then I get up and the second I look at the audience I just revert back to just doing my normal shit yeah. and like I just don't have the balls to test out new stuff yeah because that's one thing I, I like sometimes I like the my first joke to be something about in the room mm. something reference something that's happened that day or something that another comedian has said mm-hmm. and a lot of times like I'll I'll go off oh, like maybe I shouldn't do that just do your normal opener do your normal opener and then I go up and I do the joke that I thought mm-hmm. up that day and it, went, it goes well yeah. and you come off stage and you go think about how many times you talked yourself out of I know. doing that you just I trust know. your now obviously sometimes it doesn't work like <coughs> but it but, is good just yeah just, but with experience you, you kind of figure that out over time and yeah. you kind of know then what is going to work and what isn't you know you have a better sort of gauge on what the audience are going to be like depending on where you are yeah and um, with this Malone show Home Malone are you do you want to use acting in it no no, no. we okay. decided not to especially because our daughter's <coughs> so young as well our daughter's like one and a half yeah. So this is almost like our first proper Christmas where she isn't just a wee blob who just lies there and has no idea. Do you know, she properly knows Santa. We started watching, like, you, you want to see what she watches, she right? She knows Santa, you brought her to about six of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. Say his name, say his fucking name. Uh, we started off, or not that we started off, we, we have like friends and stuff, right? And people who are in her nursery. And there's kids who are just starting to say wee words and just starting uh-huh. to talk now. But yeah. she talks flat out and she's been walking for about eight or nine months. Yeah. She's fucking so advanced. Uh-huh. And you'll never guess what she watches every day. Like we come down the stairs in the mornings and we're like, what do we stick on? <laughs> <laughs> she's watching all our own fucking stand-up sets and all. And uh, we said to her, we're like, what do you want to watch? And we're like, Peppa Pig and stuff. And she goes, Kevin, Home Alone. Right, okay. She wants to watch Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2. Right. And then she watches The Grinch and she watches Arthur Christmas and she watches Polar Express and all these like films that are for probably five and six years yeah. plus. Do you know what I mean? It's not just colours. Yeah. Run the bottom with it's like happy full music. proper. She the wants a storyline. With like an yeah. arc. And like a, yeah. She's she, all plot doesn't really hold up. And thing, like. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Characters don't make sense and stuff. And she's looking at fucking Easter eggs and all. And she's like, oh, look at this. And there's a green screen. And Father, I've outgrown George. <laughs> Get Polar Express all now. Yeah. That's what she's like. What, what what do you like most about Christmas then? Are you more the movies and TV shows? Are you more the songs? No, the decorations? Sort of, it's sort of like friends and family going out, a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in um, New JP's in Lurgan. I'll be sort of like obviously people don't know Lurgan like courthouse would be the sort of main place people go out for a proper night out. But seeing like a wee pub for a couple of pints, mm-hmm. closest one to maybe JP's, and I was in there with my mates. It's all been done up, hasn't it? Yeah, it's quite nice inside now. I've Is it whole, finished? Um, yeah, they've got a like a big pool room and all upstairs. Class. They're not sponsoring this pod like they should. <laughs> um, but for the fir- that was the first time I'd heard Christmas music on a night out right, this year, right. and I was like, yes, love it. Now we're going. My mate was um going back to Australia. So it was like a leaving do. So just mm. all mates there, you know, like people who you wouldn't normally hang about with. You were like, and I think that's sort of Christmas, you know, going out for a night mm. out, seeing people you used to go to school with, tunes on, everyone in good form. Yeah, that's it. That's one thing I realised in the past few years, that Christmas is no longer just Christmas Day. Yeah, It's just Christmas Day if you're a child and you're getting presents. Yeah, But for adults, I think Christmas is just the whole holiday period. Unpopular opinion, get the... Christmas Day is the worst day. Of the Christmas yeah, period, yeah, because you build. It's all about the build up. Then mm. a lot of the time, it's a bit sort of. Mm. I don't have kids running, You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a different dynamic. It's very true, though. Yeah, and then the shops are closed, and you're panicking Christmas Eve, going, "Have we got everything?" And you go out yeah. to get some last minute things because you've forgotten fucking peas or Brussels sprouts <laughs> or something or a bit of gravy, and 
everywhere is just rammed and it's yeah. torture. It really is. It's crazy. Like um, we like to like we we'd go out Christmas Eve for like a meal in the family. Class. We'd go out somewhere and then on the twenty third we're going to you know the QFT in Belfast. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely wee cinema in there. Um, and they put on like classic Christmas films. That's amazing. And like they have like a bar and all, and so you go in and have a few drinks, watch like, a classic movie, and then oh, you can have drinks too. Oh, wow, it's lovely, and they've like really big, like nice leather chairs. It's this tiny, wee small cinema, maybe only mm. about hundred people in it. Lovely, like I'd really recommend it. That's class. Do you know what's on this year? Um, yeah, so it's all like classic ones. We're going to see the Muppets Christmas Carol, brilliant, which I've never seen before. Yeah, but my uh, Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Really? Yeah, that's my favorite. You're very old school. Yeah. Fucking hell. Have you seen it? No. It's class. Like, no. It's black and white, isn't it? It's black and white, yeah. Mm. Have a wee cry and all at the end. It's very emotional. Really? Yeah, it's lovely. I must watch that then. Yeah. Um, I'd be more Home Alone. Like, I think Home Alone 1 and 2 are probably my favourite Christmas films. Elf's yeah. up there too. Like, yeah, Elf's on Elf's fucking like, brilliant. Like, Elf will be on in QFT, but like, yeah. you've seen it a million times. It's good to I sort know. of go for one. Yeah. You haven't seen. Especially black and white too, because it's more of like a... It's not your everyday cinema, sure it's yeah, not. Yeah. So that that what that it's sounds nice lovely. It, like, yeah. And everyone, it's close to small cinema. It's Christmas time. People react. In mm. the, in, we went to see. Do you ever watch National Lampoons? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. He, it's very sort of like slapstick. He mm. goes to put the Christmas decorations up. He's falling off the ladder and all that kind of. Right. And we went to see it in the theater. Everyone's pissing themselves. It's almost like you're at a gig. Everyone's like laughing and reacting out loud. Class. It's good. Like fucking hell. Cinema's on its way out though, isn't it? Yeah. Like I'm, it's not, dying, a, like. I'm not a movie guy. Hmm. I'm not either. I don't think anyone is nowadays. I don't think anyone has the attention span for a movie anymore. Oh, my brain's racked with TikTok. Like, mm, I have no I attention span. I know. I find myself fast-forwarding TikToks. Really? That are a minute long and I'm fast-forwarding them. It's scary. That's dangerous. Like. You wonder what the future's going to be like. I think there's going to, eventually, there'll be no such thing as marriage and stuff. Yeah. No one will want to stay with the same person. Yeah. It'll be, I'll fuck, we'll go on three dates, we'll buck like fucking rhinos, and then we'll just go our separate ways, and we'll, we'll go out next weekend. And it is, it's nuts. Like. It'll start again. It's scary. Even with my kids and stuff too, now they've, they've no attention span. Even the car journeys. Yeah. They're just itching to get out of the car the minute they get in. Yeah. So they just, they can't be fucked just waiting until you get there. They have to be watching stuff. They have to be playing stuff, flicking through stuff. Constantly, like, stimulated. Constant, constant. I find myself, like, as well, like, I sit down to have, like, dinner or something. It's like, oh, I need to have a podcast on. Really? I can't sit here and have dinner mm. on my own. Like, there needs to be, like, a constant background. No, it's not good for you. But then I suppose if you live on your own too, it's, it's you know, I suppose you do need that kind of company or that something, mm. you know, especially when you're you're eating food and stuff. Or it's like, we'd sit and maybe have just wee chats and stuff, but we'd have Christmas music on in the background. Or, yeah. You know, Alexa would be playing something like so. Yeah. Um, a fucking noise. Every time I press record here, something happens. Like somebody <laughs> does something in the street that is I didn't completely even, I, abnormal. It was, that's sort of a background noise. I didn't really fuck it up. <laughs> it's torture. I don't know if they're road cleaning or working away or what, but Santa. every time, every Santa. time, he's Santa. He's, he's building his toys. <laughs> he drives a diesel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've kicked together quite a bit recently, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. We did the new gig that started in Lisburn. It was lovely. It's very nice, isn't it? I was I was explaining the um, Kim Franco and Sean McLeaver saying what it's like. And I was like, the, you, you the audience coming up to you, you could tell they were happy you were there. Mm. They were appreciative that there was a gig put on. Yeah, so there's nothing could, in Lisburn, is there? Nothing I know of. There's nothing I nothing know of I either. Know of, like. But they they weren't your normal Lisburn audience either, because I imagined imagined them to be a wee bit kind of. 
more reserved, let's say, to <laughs> yeah. be respectful. Yeah, no, they're up for it, like, they're up but for the crack. They were like. definitely up for it for yeah. Sunday night, too. Sunday night, and it was an outside one as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. they had the heaters and all on, but, like, you, you'd think maybe yeah. the energy would be down a bit. No, but they were bang up for it. It was a good yeah. crack, yeah, and then we've done a few laveries together as well. We've done the moy. That's right, I fuck, yeah. we've been on together loads recently. It's like I said, yeah. I know, I know. Um, Moy was good too. Moy was brilliant. Moy's always a nice, it's always a nice gig down there. Well, I never told you this. I was, t- I was talking to Lal, I was talking to the guys we do the podcast with. The first three times I did the Moy, I thought I just did okay. Mm. I never felt like I had a good gig. And I was like, fuck's sake. Like, I need, like, you know when you haven't had a class gig in a venue, mm. sort of niggles at you a wee bit. And then that one we done recently came off, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> You're back. Tail. He's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you put it down to? Um, just I think the the first time I did the Moy was my fourth or fifth gig. Okay, and that was the biggest audience I did. I'd done like chicken boxes, the green room, and mm-hmm. twenty people. I walked into that bar and it was a hundred people. It was rammed, wasn't it? Steaming, and mm-hmm. it was that day was a Six Nations game, and the Ireland game was like the late kick off. So there's people yeah. in from the rugby, and I was just we bit rabbit in the headlights, <clears throat> and then the second time. It was just, you know, just rowdy crowd. Probably just wasn't... Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I ever had a bad one on it. Yeah. It was just done all right. But it was like, I always knew you could do better. And I was like, I need to get this one. Yeah. It's a it's a lovely spot, though. It's yeah. a shame. I hate when you go into a room and it's it faces two different directions. Yeah. Which is what that does. And it's, it's such a shame. Because we could have... And, and the night that we did recently, it was so mild out. We could have had it in the wee downstairs bit. Yeah. But it was obviously too late by the time we got there to try and go right let's move everyone outside you know yeah. you almost need to advertise that I think earlier for yeah. the for people to know it's to wear the right gear outside and, and you go here we can all go in hmm. but if people are inside it's a, it's a harder sell to go right everyone yeah. will go outside big time but, but um, I do prefer that kind of square just rows of seats yeah. it's the way it should be like um, me and a couple of mates we're going to go to the one well, the 30th of December just to go and watch because it's pretty Class. line up like yeah um, there's a Sean and Kieran are both Sean doing that aren't Kieran they and then isn't it Vittorio yeah, Vittorio's headlining. No, Mickey had to pull out. Oh, Mickey had to pull out. Okay. Vittorio, and I've asked Rory Woods, but I haven't heard back from him, so I'm waiting to hear back from Rory Woods. Okay. So if he opens, it'll be good. Um, I will hear. <laughs> I'll try and squeeze you in if you want to get up and even do five minutes. Uh, or would you rather do that than relax and have a night out with your mates? I don't know. We'll see what the crack is, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, sure, if you fancy it on the night, let me know, and I'll, I'll give you a few minutes. Like, But, um, yeah, there's, there's those three, and then Vittorio's going to headline, which is fucking going to be great I haven't great. seen Vittorio yet and I'm dancing I've never seen him either uh, he's had that whole buzz around after the Edinburgh he won best newcomer didn't he he did yeah class yeah what the fuck like that's I unbelievable could, he, could just, he just seems like he's going to be the next one that maybe go I know I was going to send him off the week it's done now but you can just see him I, I can picture him on a panel show mm-hmm. you're the sort of like next sort of young comedian who's came out of the Edinburgh fringe yeah he's a hard worker yeah you can see that from his social media, like his social media presence is constantly, and it's one thing that I lack too. Yeah, it's like sometimes I sit back and I'm like, what, what am I? Why am I posting all these sketches and stuff on social media? Because I'm not trying to be an actor. I'm not trying to be a comedy actor. Uh-huh. What, what is going on here? Do you know? I feel like the time has maybe passed where people go to social media now to see sketches. Yeah, which used to happen all the time Podcast a few years ago. And crowd interaction yeah i think it's the way forward no, yeah. i think you right. the sketches were booming five six years ago eight years ago yeah yeah now it seems to be podcast clips and i think not that i'm in any place to give you any advice but like for you i'd say it'd be like crowd interaction yeah clips of you doing on the night i know because i do it all the time now yeah 
all the time. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's the only thing is though, it's one of those things where if you imagine going to a gig completely unprepared, uh-huh. that's what it feels like every time I MC because yeah. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Yeah. I don't know what the audience are going to be like. I don't know. I have nothing pre-planned. Mm-hmm. I just go out and just go right, just slag loads of them and just try and have a really good time or and make it look like you're having a good time. Because a lot of MCs are like, do a wee bit of crowd work and stuff, but it's really just trying to get a word that leads them into a longer bit. Yeah, you don't necessarily yeah. do long five ten mm. minute bits i know sometimes i just talk to the audience for 10 or 15 minutes straight yeah. but i think it's important too to put bits of material out there as well yeah. uh, me and diona were talking about this the other day because obviously you don't want there's another car being stolen because <laughs> uh, obviously you don't want to just do crowd work and then yeah. the first act comes out and the, the audience are like what the fuck is this material why is well, he not still slagging yeah. people yeah. Yeah. so i think you have to try and get the balance right to do a bit of both so that the audience know what to expect throughout the night but um, yeah, I'm really loving MCing at the minute. I'm MCing fucking it, yeah. loads. I must be MCing five times a month now, mm-hmm. which is bananas. I've got my first one coming up. Have you? Where? Dundonald? <laughs> not far, Newton Arts. <laughs> Newton Arts, not too far away. What's in Newton Arts? A new gig? A gig in a, in a pizza shop. Class. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring your own booze or what? Yeah. 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 Right. No is this worries. your gig? No. Not even? No. Are you resident MC or one-off? <laughs> I think we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking forward to it, just to sort of see what the crack is like. Um, see if I can do it and just get mm. that sort of skill set back. Are you nervous about it? I am not too bad, but I'll say a little bit. Like. When's your 100th gig? Is it this week? Um, no, so my anniversary is the 16th of right, December. Right. Okay. So, But I had Straban booked in and then I got cancelled. And then the night it got cancelled, I, t- I had two open mics in Dublin. And right. I just was a bit deflated. And I thought, I'm not going to Dublin to do these two gigs. Like, I've reached 100. I've reached 100. What are you on? I think I'll be on about 97. Uh, you have to do something. Do you want to do a couple of minutes now? <laughs> <laughs> I have another, I <laughs> um, But yeah, I'll, I'll sort something out. If it's not on the day... It'll be a couple of days after the 100th gig gets booked in. Like. Huck, something has to be done. Surely you can do the pav on Monday if you're not already doing it. Mate, uh, <laughs> I you should be on shout out? idiot. fucking <laughs> ring to get the 90s I've got that left. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there's no lavries or nothing you can do? Um, don't know. Tag Kong. It'll make us a clip and tag Kong on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet the boys out. Yeah. I, if I was you, I would land down and ask you to do five minutes both nights. Yeah. That's bound to bring you up. What is this? This is the seventh... Yeah, so it's next Friday. Sixteenth next Friday. Yeah, but the only thing is, I'm away this weekend. Where are you away? Going to Liverpool. Class. Can you not do a gig there? Um, I'm going to Liverpool, Manchester in January. I have gigs booked in for them. Um, this weekend I'm actually going. You know the Have a Word podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to their live show. They've sold out the Liverpool Arena. The bank MS Bank or something is yeah. it called? And you're going to it? Yeah, seeing like similar, like unbelievable. And that arena like. Giants, um, yeah. SSA, yeah. it's much bigger. Like I don't, like from being like a comedian and like sort of understanding how gigs work, I'm not expecting like the best quality of show. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. how are they going to make a live podcast? I think they always. Of arena? I know, I know where you're coming from, but I think with those lads, I think with the money they have in the back end and the friends, yeah, the the comedian friends that they have. I think you'll be in for a class night. I think they'll plan something special because they're fucking, yeah. they're great and they're hardworking and they're, without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest podcast. Yeah. Probably on fucking planet Earth. Yeah. 
they've also huge. got that lovely bit of like mentalness about it we're like yeah because like they've said like wait till you see what we've got planned you know like fireworks and like i think they're going to come in from the ceiling and stuff i think they are i think they're sort of going guys how have we got this for we mm. might not get to do this again let's just yeah. take the piss out of this and see how much Unreal. we can do but shane's as well shane's is it sold out yet um i don't know i don't know it's booked in for september isn't it i think so yeah unbelievable what an achievement with a fucking podcast doing an, an arena i know like have you told someone that three years ago Northern Ireland madness I, I, it's great to see other acts doing bigger venues because it just opens the door for everyone the next run down that's it yeah, yeah. even you know it would have been like maybe only Colin or Shane could do the SSA now Paddy and Kieran are doing it mm-hmm. you know the likes of maybe you know William who will maybe would have done a, a smaller venue he's now doing another bigger one like everyone's just stepping up another way yeah, yeah. rung on the ladder the scene here is without a shadow of a doubt the best I've ever seen it yeah. It's electric, and I've said that loads of times before. A good time. You have, you have. Yeah. Well, it's a shame you didn't get in a few years or before, and then you'd have that wealth of experience. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But even still, you still came to it at a at a brilliant time. Yeah, like even like the fact like this year, twenty twenty three coming up, I'm gonna book in a so I'm booking in a solo show for like autumn time. Like yeah. even just like only not even been doing it two years, doing a solo show. It's biting off more than I can chew, but I just sort of. Do you know what? Pocket, like, yeah, dice, like I just sort of... that's it. Everyone's different. You can't compare yourself to anyone else on the scene. I think you just have to create your own path exactly. and just just go with the flow and just do what comes naturally and fucking reach for the stars. Why not? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why would you sit about doing four or five years just doing open spots and, you know, doing yeah. wee paid sets places? Fucking run your own. Do, exactly. do all your own shit. I'm a firm believer in sort of like fake it until you make it. Aye. Like just give off the impression like like I'm as good as anyone else, even if you're not. But like, sort of yeah, convince yeah. yourself. So I've yeah. booked a uh, message accidental theater for autumn. You know, like a ninety seater, which mm-hmm. is probably quite ambitious. What about sunflower? Do it um, twice if it sells out. Thinking about sunflower, but and the only thing I wouldn't would stop me from doing it is Dar Matthews is a cunt. Yeah, well, yeah, well that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> um, me, Kieran, and Sean, we did our. He's not, by the way. I don't want to. <laughs> He's allowed. In case he comes for me, gig of him tonight. But are you? Yeah. Um, oh, you're me. in Letterkenny tonight, are you? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck, good luck. Wow, that's a long old drive. Yeah. Fuck, plenty of time to go over your set on the way up. Uh, I don't know, fuck. Um, me, Kieran, and Sean, we sort of did like a three-way show. Kieran and Sean, they done like a solo show when I was a sport act. Mm-hmm. And we sold it to Sunflower. And then we so- and we done it again, sold it out. So sort of like, I don't want to do a solo show there. Right. It just feels like I keep doing the song. I just want to experience something different. Mm. So that's the only reason why I have. Accidental be class too. Yeah. It'll be a lovely spot. That's that's one of the few places I've, I've never gigged actually. That's, that's as well. I, I can't think of an example of a time where I might play it. Mm. So it's like fuck it, I'll just message them and like, but this time next year I can do forty five minutes. You know, I'm oh, not gonna I... do like an hour and ten. Yeah, forty five minutes. You two, could fill two, a whole two, second half. Two support acts doing yeah. ten minutes break, and then I go on do forty five fifty. Yeah. Like you could do that and big time in a year's time. I feel like and it gives you something to aim towards too. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Gives you a reason to write in January. Maybe exactly. if gigs slow down and Kick stuff. Up the ass. Yeah, and we're doing. Uh, the fringe this August Class. as well, so doing that in August that'll get me ready for mm. an October or November show. Hopefully. Oh, easily, yeah. And uh, when you're over there too, just gig like fuck. Yeah, just you you could gig easily ten times a day at the really? fringe. It's bananas. It's fucking Disneyland for comedians, like. Because yeah. we're thinking best. about doing a three way show, doing maybe like twenty minutes each. Mm-hmm. So then, like you know, you're only doing twenty minutes at the end of your own show. That gives you so much spare time. Yeah, to go see shows, jump on at places. 
And Free Fringe, the bucket. Free Fringe, yep. Best way to go. Yeah, my um, cousin, he lives like up in like the Highlands mm. now, but he, him and his girlfriend still have a place in Edinburgh. So I think I have theirs to you know, blow up bed and theirs. Unreal. So that should be That's okay. the biggest expense is accommodation. Yeah. You're talking two, three grand easily, I especially mean, between three years. We priced it yesterday. Um, 15 minute drive from the Monkey Barrel, 25 minute walk. It was a nice apartment. No, it wasn't shite. It wasn't nice an apartment. It was two thousand nine hundred euro. Fucking for two unbelievable. weeks. That's only two weeks. For two weeks. Two weeks. It's criminal. People right. actually rent their apartments and their rooms and stuff out, and then go on holiday for the whole month of August, oh. and with it's paid for with for money. Yeah, and then come back and they've still a few hundred quid left or whatever. It's it's so thing I was it's criminal. At. I was like, anyone who's listing their property on Airbnb in this month is doing it for profit. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Price is going to be more and Airbnb are going to take a call. It's like if we're going over trying to get a comedy and Airbnb is not... You wouldn't even look at Airbnb. It's not the most valuable way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, especially with their costs and stuff. But you'll have a ball. You'll... you'll, I've never seen anything like it. The Fringe is amazing. That's what we want. Because we're not going over like, oh, we're going to be victorious. We're going to be the best in the act. We're going over the waste fucking 500 quid but yeah. come back with a load of stories that's it stories experience yeah. and you'll come back so polished as well yeah. do you know what I mean you, you'll be getting up on stage your your brain will be so active like I used to get up on stage and just change the first five minutes of my set and just yeah. talk about things that I did that day because you're probably trying to keep yourself entertained yeah you're, you're trying, trying to stay sane for yourself yeah there's nothing worse than going and just rifling out the same set day after day after day yeah. like when I did that BBC New Comedy Awards like the guy who was on before me, I just came back from doing the fringe, and he was on before me, and he was fucking sharp. I was like, ah, Alex. <laughs> Always the way. Though. I was you... back from chicken boxes, based on the fringe for three weeks, fuck's sake. But you can tell when people have done the fringe, because they come back razor sharp. Yeah, he was. Like, they really do. Like, yeah, it was that guy, Mike Rice. Don't think I know who that is. He's done Larvies a couple of weeks ago. He's, down, he's from down south. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Tall, skinny guy? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what... What else have you planned for the future then? What do you think? What I know the podcast you've took on sponsorship. Yeah, we've got our first sponsorship in there. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're trying to get more sponsors really for it. Speaking off the fringe, you know, we're trying to get a bit of money in to sort of fund our our time over there. But yeah. But that's a good thing you're doing the three of you together. Obviously you have the podcast and any money you bring into the podcast should pay for your fringe show without just having to dip in your pockets, you know, yeah. if, if it keeps going the way it's going. Yeah. But that's, it's brilliant that you have that kind of platform and it's the three of you where it's not just you all going, right, you fucking put money into this, you put money in from here, you put money in from there. It's something that you're already doing collectively. Yeah. That is class that that can be used to transfer over to doing stand-up and getting better. Definitely, yeah. brilliant. Like, the podcast is going well. Like, I definitely would, would love to have you on the new year. Like, yeah, no problem. We've yeah. got to actually the stage now where, like, People have asked to come on, and we've had to say mm. it'll be a couple of months. Like we had Mickey on, we had Luke McGibbon on, we've had Jordan Rams on a few times. We've just had Shane on, with Butler on tomorrow, with Dave. It was actually got the stage where like we've had to like stagger the guests, so it's mm. it's good and it's really helping with the numbers. Like because when we get like a a decent name on, it really does give us the boost. Yeah, and we're getting a bit of a reach now. So and um, it was just the three of us, wasn't it? Have you yeah. just started bringing on guests recently? Um. So it was just the three of us, and it, it still will be the three of us, but just we're sort of using people <laughs> to get views. But that's yeah, the best yeah. way to do it. It is, it's the only you know way. I mean? like maybe yeah, like yeah. once a month, have a guest, mm. and the other three episodes is us. Class. Where do you record? In Kieran's house, North Belfast. Is he living his own? Um, he's recently got a, a flatmate. <laughs> he gets locked yeah. in his room. 
Really? We were recording literally like, don't fucking come out. Jesus Christ. For a wee fella sitting in his room pissing himself. Well, he'll have the whole of August to himself. <laughs> <laughs> what time are we on? Are we? Uh, no yeah, idea. we probably need to wrap it up soon. You have to get, we both to get back to doing stuff. That's it. Um, appreciate you coming on anyway. Sorry it's so cold. I feel almost like people are watching this going, is he nervous? But I'm fucking shivering. Well, I've always wanted to see your nipples. <laughs> yeah, good. well, here, you've seen them through about three layers. <laughs> Thanks for uh, No, no problem at all. Uh, are we podcast? Yep. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Spotify. Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Pete Giffen on all the normal socials. Happy days. Um, Home Alone, if you want to get the last of the tickets, go to goh.co.uk. Uh, Diona's new show, Hendu, has literally just released tickets. It's for the Grand, Grand Opera House, I think, in October. So make sure you go on and get tickets to that. I know so many people seen Bridesmaids and fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. So you're in for another treat if you uh, enjoyed that. So go check that out. And yeah, follow me and Pete on all the socials. And we'll see you back next week for another new episode. Uh, cheers for your ears. Thank you. Have a good one.